Starburst Radio is sponsored by Arrow Films. Check out the latest releases on arrow.co.uk. Somewhere in space, this may all be happening right now. An adventure unlike anything on your planet. The story of a boy, a boy, and a universe. A big, sprawling space saga of rebellion and romance. It's a spectacle, light years ahead of its time. It's an epic of heroes. And villains. And aliens from a thousand worlds. A billion years in the making. the event horizon of Starburst Radio, the greatest radio show in the universe. Every Wednesday, 9 p.m. until 11 p.m., exclusive to Fab Radio International. Hello and welcome to Starburst Radio at Fab Radio International with me, Mike Royce, and Mr. Martin Unsworth. Hello. We're the editors of Starburst Magazine, the world's longest-running magazine of cult entertainment. We've been around since 1977, and this show's been around a whopping six years now, isn't it? Five years. Five years. This is its sixth year. We're into yes, our sixth into year. Into the sixth year. That's the one. And it's it's been a long time. And a long time coming. Yes, um, obviously, a couple of things to address. Firstly, just to explain to you, this will be a shorter show than usual. We may be buggering off in an hour rather than the usual two hours because we are, we've had a lot to deal with. I'm sure that everybody else living in this country has had a rather busy week as of Friday, which I will address in just a moment because we did make quite a big thing of it at the end of the show before last week's. And, yeah... Things have changed a little bit and we've got an awful lot to do and we get the violins out. We're working very hard on the next issue, number 427 of Starburst magazine. Mm -hmm. 427 months. That's a ridiculous amount of time, isn't it? Yep. That's, that's Could have like, killed somebody. Yeah. Bloody hell, that's like... Um, yeah, that's, that is kind of like Peter Sutcliffe, Yorkshire Ripper's prison sentence, that, isn't it? Can we have that undercover? Yeah, we'll do that, yeah. That's a, it's a good tagline, isn't it? So, <laughs> Just yeah, like it. Yeah, uh, we're going to deal with a few things tonight, though. We'll try and get through uh, as much as we possibly can. We're going to have a short break about half past, but only one little bit of music and then straight back. Um, you can hear me rattling my notes here. There you yeah. go. Don't tell them you've got notes. I've got notes. It's a pre-programmed thing. I'm tra- actually, do you know, I'm just rattling a piece of paper to make you think that we write notes. Yeah. Um, yeah, we've got a lot of things just to rehearse this for two hours, haven't we, sir? Yeah, just after the next break, we will announce our big new guest. He's, uh, he's somebody that I think is ace. I love. He's the person that created a show that I really, really loved and was one of the biggest shows on British television at the time. 
and he's obviously connected with other things which we can get into but if I mention too much you'll know who it is and it'll ruin yep. the surprise and, and you he can't w- tell him it's Bruce Forsyth until yeah. after the news yeah he will be with with us at the Starburst International Film Festival and that is a great a great exclusive for you on this show and I'm going to talk about DC Rebirth if we have a little bit of, of time. We're going to talk about Game of Thrones coming to an, the end of season six and the announcement of what is to come and how much longer we've got to watch the show. Um, we've got uh, the, yeah, the other Independence Day gets a review off me in the second half of the show and lots of other stuff. And I'm sure you guys are going to email in. If you are going to email in, it'd be good to email in on studio at fabradiointernational.com and Twitter, Starburst underscore mag. So it's like a double act, isn't it? Yeah. Eh? It's a double act. We don't do We're the... two straight guys. Yeah, indeed. Literally. What can you say? So don't don't be shy. Email in. Let us know what you've been up to and anything that's changed for you this week. You know what? If you go a little bit off topic, I totally understand because it has been uh, one of them weeks and it's hard to differentiate your hobby from things that are going around. And I will say this on a positive note. Yeah, it's been a little bit difficult. I I went to see Independence Day um, regurgitation, I mean resurgence, at... uh, on, on the Thursday night while the referendum was going on. You know my thoughts on it, made it clear a couple of weeks ago and came back to the abysmal situation that we were all facing on the on the Thursday into the Friday morning. Obviously, some of us, who, if you've got anybody who's your friends with who's, who's not a UK... Well, not UK bomb, but isn't it a member of the EU? It's a, it's a horrible time for them. Um, we've seen a lot of things happen. And I'll say that the rise in certain people's behaviour in the UK this week, they've taken a vote in favour of leaving the EU as a vote to show that these these silent, so far, minority that sort of caused trouble but knew they were a minority had to keep themselves in check because they felt outnumbered, suddenly think that they're part of 52% of the UK that don't like foreigners. And that is not the case. I can say that I do not know one person who thinks like that. I don't think I know anybody who even voted to leave. It's been a very disappointing situation, but we're not going to stand here moaning or going on about stuff. I'm politically motivated. If you want to hear more of this in depth, I'm on the Mancunian candidates on Rhino on Air, which is 8pm every Thursday evening. That's Rhino on Air. Just just go on there. It's it's a good show. Me and Paul Ripley, who, who's the uh, station manager on there, we're going to repeat it on this station as well. It does get repeated on this station, but me being the co-host, I've no idea when it's on. Yeah, you'd expect nothing less, really, Saturday would night, you? I think is it Saturday night? Oh, I've I got prime time of it. I think well, it is. Oh, did they repeat your show? No. Why not? Going to have to. Do you want me to have a word tomorrow? <laughs> have a word of him. Nobody wants that. No. Go on, plug your show. Come oh, on. Oh no, my show's, on. my show's just a, a bit of a rock and roll show. So. There's no such thing as a bit of rock and roll. It's it's a bit of it's the whole gauntlet of, it is. of, of everything we do. he spends a lot of time on it punk yeah goth metal indie See, this is like when the beatles were about to split up we've all got our separate projects going on and we're yeah. all we're all drifting off i had a fantastic interview this week actually with uh the sing the singer from the dowling pool okay who's he's he's worked with all sorts of people uh ginger wild heart people like that okay but he also he's 
he funds his musical habit with uh, doing TV themes and things like that. I'm so glad does, you it, put musical in front of that. It does, uh, yeah. It does uh, tie into what we do. You remember the Armstrong and Miller show? Oh yeah. He did the theme for that. Oh okay. Uh, he did the theme for Mega Mog. Which he wasn't very happy about uh, me, me, me joking that he should release hey. that as a single. But hey, do you think maybe for the new season that it's time for a change? Do you think? Do you think he could do? Or how's about this? He does. Don't say that. His version of the new the theme tune. Oh yeah, it's not time for a change at all. Change yeah. is not a good thing yeah. at the moment. But yeah, he, he was he was very very upset about the uh, the decision as well. Yeah, a lot of people are, and I think the main thing is yes. Um, whilst some people, I would like to get a very large knife and stick it clearly right through the forehead and out the other side. There are some people that just didn't get what was going on, and I'm not judging anybody. But yeah, it's been a sad day for people. I've, I know a lot of people that have suffered very badly because of it. And yes, uh, I'm I'm involved in companies, and I was fighting for a lot of people's futures on the Friday into the Monday. So it's been a very unpleasant week. But we're out the other side. What I will say is this: it's will I? Those of us who believe it was wrong will fight to try and overturn it in some way maybe not tomorrow maybe whatever someday and the other people i hope they'll calm down a little bit and i hope that this situation there's some amicable way forward where we can work with what's happened and maybe try to put things right we certainly buggered things up with some of our relationships (laughs) in europe and i hope it i hope it works out but the main thing is We've all got our hobbies, we've all got our interests, that's what Starburst Magazine's here for, we're here to bring you all that, and to have a bit of a laugh, and not to take life too seriously, and, you know, maybe me not get wound up and have a meltdown this week. See, you. We, we, this, we, we can I, always try. Yeah, if I can get through this without freaking out, well, you can get through anything. It was a bit like waking up in the Planet of the Apes, wasn't it? Felt like it, yeah. It felt very different. God and damn you, you blew it up. I know a lot of people who found it very scary Friday mm. through to the Monday, and all the the me- the, the media obviously focus on things that are negative as well which makes it even worse and and people's behaviour as I said a lot of people thought they were part of this empowered 52% oh, it's, been, it's been terrible some when, of the things you've seen yeah the, it's actually more like 2% that think like that and a bit unfortunately the vote empowered them and they don't, they don't know what that vote is and they, they thought it was for something else they thought that you know it was literally what they were being told by certain yeah. three letter word newspapers yeah who have their own agenda because they're owned by an immigrant mm. who's got more money than yeah. we could have all sellotaped together and doesn't pay as much well, tax as he should do. The hypocrisy in it all is is bottomless, I think you'll find, but we move on. Self-serving CUNs. To yes, you. there you go. So, yeah, we move, we move on. We've got uh, we've got things that have been going on this week, haven't we? We have. So what, what do you want to talk about first, then? Uh, we can do the brief one. The Mr. George R. Romero's finally got his star on Hollywood Walk of Fame. Yeah, I, I, um, who good. funded that then? Uh, I think there's a, a committee, isn't there, that, that yeah, does it, all that sort of stuff. It was, I know, it was driven by the guys who have Fangoria. The, is it mm. um, is it Dread Central? Or I can't remember the name of. They them. did have. I mean, Fangoria is not doing too well, to be honest, at the moment. But well, no, Fangoria's gone to. Uh, it's not print. Is yeah, it? it's online so only. At online the moment, only. Yeah. Um, I think they've got a thing where 
if they get enough uh, orders, they'll print them like on demand. But oh right, but that's that's not really very good, is it? But, Bloody hell, can we do that? Save a fortune, <laughs> won't it? Yeah, we're right on demand. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's, it took a long... It, it, it's difficult staying on the newsstand. What people don't understand, you run in the magazine, it, they, you've got to understand that all them issues that go out there, there are a lot of them that don't get sold and we don't receive a penny for. They they come back in a month's time and go, please give us some money back, we didn't sell these. So it's very difficult in the 21st century to make print work, but we found a way, and the way we've done it is we've connected with people that want something more personal and we're not run by a big a big magazine company and we we've we've not got a board that's saying please don't threaten to kill people on the uh, radio show when you're on and don't do this don't yeah. do that hence the the whole thing comes across as little more unplugged because the main thing i said when I took over as editor was that I wanted voices to be heard. I wanted it to sound like people had opinions and it wasn't just being written by robots. Yeah, yeah. I know one magazine in particular that deals with sci-fi that that literally has two two writers writing everything. Yeah. And they don't ever ever give opinions. They don't ever write it's anything. It's literally regurgitated press releases. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but if you do need to read about sci-fi now, I guess that isn't a bad magazine to pick up. <laughs> well, if you if you still can for a while, but that's a, that's well, a different we'll thing altogether. Yeah, another part of the aim for ah, bollocks. I'll go out and say what's happened. It's no, it's it's fact. It's out. It's there. out there. Yeah. Um, what, what's it. what's happened on there? There is an unexpected outcome. I mean, things were in the wind anyway, and a company was looking at another company. You're talking about Imagine produce sci-fi now and various other magazines a lot of gaming magazines and rock magazines hey eh, martin ray yeah, yeah. and um yeah the the other company future that do sfx and total film and a lot of knitting magazines a lot of a lot of knitting mag oh don't do the knitting magazine thing with me <laughs> that is that wound is not i'm just i'm just let's see how far you can get no no we'll see meltdown. we'll see we'll see no 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 i'm gonna get through this hour i'm gonna get through this hour i i promise you no the yeah they do sci-fi now and total film and they had an eye on getting imagine and yeah the share prices on friday went through the floor of course oh it was all scaremongering none of this would happen and and even do you know what martin after it did happen they still were the people who'd voted to leave were still going oh no no it's not it's only happened because they said it was going to happen yeah it's like a self prophecy it's like oh come on grow up Grow up, but you know, nothing happened that wasn't predicted. Nothing. But, but while we're on that, just briefly on the uh, th- divergent again, uh, those two idiots, Gove and yeah. Boris, oh, Boris God. the Spider. Yeah. When you see now, when you say those two idiots, that that is a wide, know, a wide yeah, yeah. playing field now. But, but do you see their faces on that morning? It was like watching the producers. Yeah, it was like oh. We've got a hit. Yeah, I know. It was the producers. <laughs> Basically, they were planning to just get a very narrow victory and then go, oh, see, he only just scraped it. He's so ineffectual. Let me be Tory leader. And they go, yay. And then he's there. And then he, he then fixes everything that he's done during the last month or two mm. to, to 
scupper things, calms the markets down, everything starts to go all right, and then Jeremy Corbyn keeps his job and he the um Labour get destroyed at the next election and that was his little plan, you know, which yep. is is a fair plan. And when you see what's happened since, bloody hell, he couldn't have been more astute, could he? Yeah, with me being quite left wing, this is a sad time for me, and I don't. I, my identity's been changed. I, I woke up. I went to see a film in which uh, London was being destroyed. A, a film called Independence Day, and, um, and then I, and then I get I go I get home and I watch I watch the real thing. It's mm. it's really quite uncanny. You yep. mean, and it wasn't it when you think about it. It wasn't even supposed to be released because of us in that referendum it was just being released then it was just oh, yeah. whatever i mean really it should have been released on the 4th of july like the other one well, but the, there was no confidence in it the thing is with that is they they only thought of uh, look we will call this our independence day about a week before yeah yeah no yeah i think they yeah. must have seen the poster of it they and, probably and, did and they it just... probably like you say it, it influenced them but yeah, what a what a week! What a week! So I, anyway, imagine in future. Yeah, so so it unfortunately, yeah, share prices plummet. Blah blah blah. Yeah, future have got imagined. They've bought it, so we've got to wait and see what happens. But they don't have a tendency to, you know, get on with. Um, yeah, they they don't have a tendency to get on with having multiple magazines covering the same thing. They do tend to be folded into. Yeah. Um, one another a wizardship situation yeah, absolutely so um, so if, if, you, if you do buy them magazines as well as ours hmm. which you know that's fair enough we'll let it you know, we'll let you do that it isn't you're evil <laughs> you're, well, you're just you should be reading evil. them in the W.H. Smith because you know they're not as good yeah bloody hell well, they we leave got, that horrible stain on your hands yeah oh we got we got a couple a few emails here Keith is saying, hi Mike, are you doing a feature on Mr Robot and what is the date for the UK release of the new series? Can I give him that tidbit from uh, 4.27? Yeah, you can do, I think. We've got one in 4.27. Yeah, and it's it's towards the end of July, I think. Yeah, and lovely Shauna has done a really good job on the artwork on that yeah, particular feature. Yeah, it looks, it looks feature. fantastic. So, so you need to be, be aware of that. Oh, and Denge says, we won, you lost. Yeah, that says it all, I'll, be, it? I'll be honest, Denge, the minute you started emailing in, we'd lost, you know. And Ross says, just waiting to hear Mike Royce have another rant because his country fucked up. Makes a change from listening to him on the Florida station lecturing us on guns. You'll have guns again soon. Now not in, sorry, now not in Europe. Rant on. No, we won't. Because we've got a sense that we won't want to need them, so... I feel I need to correct him on a certain point, though, and that is that we were not gun gung ho on guns before we entered Europe. We've never been a gun country. We had them, but no one made a big thing of it. No one was walking down the street with guns when I was a kid. You know, no one in the 60s, 70s had guns on the holsters, was carrying on with with guns like it's some big thing. Yep. One or two of us had guns. I had guns. We, you'd go to a range and you'd shoot and it wasn't a big deal. It wasn't a part of our culture. So you're a bit wrong there. So my best advice to you, Ross, is get a screwdriver make it like a cross-headed one because it does more damage insert it into your right ear and push and push and push don't worry about the blood right just make sure that the other end of it comes out of the left ear yeah and that that's fine by me and also 
we had the sense that once one or two people had gone a bit uh, crazy and done a bit of a shoot up, we got rid of them. Yeah, in, in we got it. We had one massacre. We got rid of most of them. Second massacre, got rid of all of them. There you go. So yeah, uh, sorry to be still lecturing people on gun abuse. There you, there you yeah. Jesus. If you, you want, know, if you want what, to have guns, what is that? then just stop shooting people and we'll, yeah. we'll shut up about it. Yeah, you know what? And if you do do what I've just said with a screwdriver, Ross, it does it does solve another problem. It, it stops your mother living with that look of disappointment on her face every time she sees you. Can we go for a break? Yes, I think we better. Yeah. There once was a lady who got sick of the city, so she made herself a plan to get out of the city, find the roots in the jungle where a woman is a woman and a man is a man. She went looking for her mate. She didn't find a man, so she found herself a name. She's an ape, she's a lady, a mistress of the apes. Rated R, under 17, not admitted without parent. Want the latest news from the world's longest-running magazine of cult entertainment without journeying to the dark side? Catch the Starburst Radio Show every Wednesday on Fab Radio International at 9 p.m. Hosted by the editors of Starburst Magazine. I find their lack of decency and common sense disturbing. Oh, 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 thank goodness. Oh, it's you. I, I thought for a moment it was... Uh, well, let's just sit down for a moment. I, I'm glad I, I met you, as a matter of fact. Um, there's something I, I want to tell you. Uh, when we start out on our next adventures, uh, uh, Jamie, Polly, Ben, um, Victoria, Zoe and I, uh, we, uh, <clears throat> we visit new places. Uh, we also meet some new enemies. Uh, there's the evil Provost Curtis... Uh, ruling a place called the Edge. Uh, there's the monstrous Integral, and there are horrible figures waiting for a, a special train in 1920. It's all just a little bit more frightening than last time. So <clears throat> I, I want to warn you that if your, your mummy or, or daddy are scared, you, you just get them to hold your hand. Oh, here we go again. i better go. See you soon. I hope... Doctor Who, The Companion Chronicles, The Second Doctor, Volume 1, coming June 2016. Starburst Magazine, Issue 426, available from a newsagent near you, or download to your tablet today. Across the world, 24 hours a day. And welcome back to Starburst Radio at Fab Radio International. And we have a few emails. I'll start off with our with our Polly, Mr. Andrew Pollard. Hello, Polly. Evening, chats. Firstly, off topic from the usual stuff, that chap talking about guns earlier, that comes hot on the heels of the news tonight that Farage wants to see gun laws relaxed. Sigh. World, words fail me for once. I have no doubt that was coming. Anyway, so you're all 
both good and yes independence resurgence was an absolute pile of dog wank i was worried that there was something wrong with me for seemingly being one of the few who really couldn't give a shit about the film but turns out it really was just pants it's a good job that so many people waited 20 years for that on the topic of romero getting his star if you could have a one-on-one with just one legendary horror, horror director who do you pick sure that'll give sure that'll give martin something to sink his teeth into keep up the good work so who would you chat with then um Living or Dead? It's got to be living, on it? Right. Well, I, I just, he didn't I, specify, so I it's got to be living. That's the my, default. You know, not get me Ouija out like that. That's it's the just, default, that. Um, probably Herschel Gordon-Lewis. Yeah, I'd love to speak to him as well. He'd be either my number one. But I was going to say, yeah, it would have been Wes Craven, actually. Oh, he, he strike me as a really interesting bloke, and he's passed on. But yeah, Herschel Gordon-Lewis... He's a fascinating guy and he's one of the last of the old school and he he represents a link with that past. So, yeah, I, I'll go with you he, on Yeah, that. he's a salesman. Yeah, he, no, he multi-level he, marketing yeah, he went he's, into. He's bizarre, loads of books and makes loads of money on that now. Yeah, it's bizarre, isn't it? It's really good. Oh, and Ross has replied, my mother loves me just as much as yours. Okay, well, my mother died of an accidental overdose in the year 2000 at the age of 50. So, you're probably right. And on that bombshell... Uh, yeah. Um, what else have we got to move on to? Well, we've got a few tweets. Yeah. Should we do them? We've had a few tweets. Uh, John Townsend, one of our wonderful writers. Yes. Uh, he says he's tuning in live for once, and it's a shorter show. He's a bit a bit perturbed. He says, almost dropped his knitting, and it's as a damn Brexit cuts. There's, this is a, bre- this is a Brexit uh, cut. This literally is. Yeah. That's what it is. You get half of everything. Yeah. It's the beginning uh, of how it's going to be. The wonderful Ed Fortune, one of our writers, uh, points out that funding indie filmmaking and arts in general will be harder now because it was so easy before, he says sarcastically as well. But there it's you very will true. Be. It will be. It will be. Yeah. They, uh, there are a lot of breaks that are not available anymore. Exactly. And uh, if you want to hear more of the wonderful Mr. Ed Fortune, he does his uh, book show on a Sunday. The uh, the brave new is it rebashed it brave new words Bra- yet? brave new words yes yeah that's that's yes. always worth listening and it's soon to. coming to podcast as well we're just working on that as soon as we get this issue to bed and uh, Victor Vortex the wonderful David Geldard uh, has been reading about the Japanese series Spectre Man is it worth further investigating I've only seen a few episodes of that I've not watched it and yet. Uh, no. it's a quite an old one isn't it and yeah. It was. Um, it's a bit wacky. It's a bit like Power Rangers yeah, before yeah. Power Rangers came about. Yeah, they have not seen that. The Japanese are, are crazy with their, their TV stuff. Well, and somebody mentioned Johnny Socko and his flying robot last week, and I, I, it was niggling away at the back of my head, and then I looked it up on YouTube, and there's some clips of it on there, and the intro and everything, and I started watching it, and straight away, I everything started firing off, and I have seen this. Mm. And I must have seen it when I was younger, growing up, and just only caught the odd one. But I knew it. I knew the title sequence. I knew everything about it. It's bizarre, that. That's what is funny, the brain, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. You know, how it buries stuff. Uh, Polly's just replied to his own question mm. uh, about the horror directors. Yeah. John Carpenter for him. John Carpenter's that that's a very good choice. We're though. all going to see him in October. We gotta try and we gotta try and get in the green room there, aren't we? And we'll, go, hello, yeah, we'll, come we'll, on. We'll sm- smuggle backstage, I think. That's what I mean. He should be at the film festival. He should be. Uh, well, Polly, on our hint before, 
because I think we should go up to... Should yeah. we do the reveal just before the end of the show? Or? Uh, no, before we start into all the reviews and all that, because it'll get... If we can see if it get any reaction off people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Polly suggests uh, he's all excited about this, this guest announcement. He says, is it the ghost of Jimmy Savile? No. We tried to get him. I have a but... funny... I have a funny feeling he might he might be there anyway. The way this show goes on, it's uh, <laughs> yeah. I've got another uh, email from Tony Willis. He's saying, "Evening, chaps. I'm listening to you via my TV while eating a rather nice curry. You sound sound you sound amazing via the TV sound system. Excellent. Can't believe it. We're on TV. Yeah. We're literally on TV. Um, miles better than the tablet. Could you give my missus a shout, Marie? She is listening for the first time to our Tony." Hello, Marie. Hello. Yay. We like Marie. Would you Marie. like to play a request? Oh, no, it's sorry, wrong show. It's a wrong show. There's no rock music on here. <laughs> well, you just had technically had some rock music, actually. Yeah, you a bit have. of uh, Claudio Simonetti yeah, and Goblin. There, there you go. That's that's to make up for things. Oh, it's if you're on the podcast, is just going, huh? I know. It's all right. You can listen live. We're on every Wednesday, 9, usually till 11. This week it was 9 till 10. But yeah. it's one of them. It's better than not being here, isn't it? True. And I've, I've only got an hour, but I've already had the usual level of abuse. Yeah. So, you know, I think I think that's quite a record, that. I mean, within the first, well, it's just at the end of the first half hour, it's usually, I was discussing earlier, it's usually about quarter past ten. Yeah. It comes, something always comes at quarter past ten. I thought I was going to get out of the studio without something happening for once. Well, well I wouldn't let you do that. Oh, no, <laughs> absolutely not. So, yes, um, what about Game of Thrones? Game of Thrones. Um, Were we happy? This season's really pulled its socks up. It felt like it to me. It felt much more satisfying than any other season I've watched since the first one. Do you think this is because it's beginning to diverge from the books? Or? I do, yeah, I do. I have a theory that the th- the programme makers are actually better at telling this story than he is, and I know that's a controversial statement, blah, blah, and I've not read the books, so what do I know what am I talking about? I can only say that I said there is one criticism I've had of this show, the only one, is that it's a very epic story and it's all based based around revenge and and politics and machinations, Machiavellian style. And yet, when people get their comeuppance, it's always off somebody else. It's mm. never... You know, like the, the case in point, Joffrey, you're like, whoa, wait, I was waiting for him to really get a horrible, you know, comeuppance. But it means so much less when it's not coming from someone that he's done the wrong to yeah. or someone that's connected with that so how satisfying it was last night and yes if you've not seen it unfortunately there will be spoilers in this the um the we we see walder Faye finally um meets his maker at the hands of a person that is exactly who it should have been yeah it should have been her and and that's it. Now, whereas with Joffrey, how much more satisfying would it have been if something had been done like that and it was Joffrey and he was really made to suffer and it was one of the Stark girls or yeah, yeah. one of them? And instead, you you have... And I like the way that he does throw stuff like the Red Wedding in and all of a sudden everything changes, bang. But that does lead to robbing you of some satisfaction at some points when the story arcs play out. I mean, and the example, another little throwaway one... Um, Jamie Lannister gets his hand cut off by a guy who makes his life absolutely hell and, and yeah you are supposed to be slowly warming to him and then thinking well I bet he'll get revenge on that guy um, yeah. and then later on there's just a battle sequence the next season and he just gets casually killed by some 
random, yeah, random wildling or something as I remember and and it's been like that all the way through where people have been like oh god right is that it I is mean that to it? be honest that is more real life but it is but it's, that's not what not, this is it's is not it? epic storytelling yeah is it? it's not and that was it, this this year like Battle of the Bastards was amazing for comeuppance yeah the the comeuppance level in, in that was um, incredible do, really, do we have a comeuppance level uh, swingometer yeah they should and that got that got 9 out of 10 on comeuppance that yeah yeah. yeah, and then the the come up and swingometer uh, last night. Yeah, I'll give it an eight last night just for that last scene alone. But things panned out. It's very satisfying last it night's was, episode. It was uh, just a group of little scenes, and everything was tying up that yeah. thread. It for was the, for this year. It was, and it tied it up beautifully. And then it's been announced that the next that, that literally you've got two more years. You've got seven and eight. It ends in the final episode of season eight. You have got across the two. Here's the big news. Across the two years, there are 13 hours to tell. So there are 13 episodes. Or I suspect you will have a a season, two seasons of six episodes and the final one. Yeah. Yeah, Nine minutes each on the last one. Give two hours, I bet, on the last one. Because it's got to deliver. So... Yeah, a very, very good show. Very, very good year. And I I it's better than it's better than what has been on and I can only put it down to the fact that they, they did diverge and they picked up the pace. Yeah. They picked up they stopped dicking about. Um the the thing that, that frustrated me, the two storylines were boring me to death was him in that tree and you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> and and her in the many faced bollocks, yeah. The many bollocked face, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> Them two storylines. It was like every time that app came on screen, I'm like, oh god. Yeah, like, no. Even if you right, got to see go. Max von Sydow, it was a bit. Sort of yeah, like, he's, yeah, yeah, be stuck in a tree. Bit it's not, yeah, he's stuck in a tree like a bloody scarecrow. You know, I mean, it's <laughs> bit not. Like it's, it's not brilliant, is it? So, oh, we could bring back worse than no. Max von Sydow. Well, there, there you go. Or would he be the Chroman? That's the one thing I've not heard. Bringing back Wurzel Gummidge. Yeah, I think. Get, no one's ever mentioned that. Get Sean Pertwee to play him, yeah. and get uh, Max von Sydow as the Crowman. Yeah, make it so. Oh dear, 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 dear. Nathan um, and and the, the and and this um, the header is snot nosed. Not know is that like your na- nickname or something, Nathan? Yeah. Is Fab Radio open for proposals? Yeah, just email here and leave the. Uh, leave details of the show and somebody when they come on tomorrow will have a look and go yay or no it's crap and you're not having a show Nathan one way or the other and I, I is this show going to be called Snot Nose I'm hoping not it's not a good name for a or is show he, is, is, it? What, is that what he's calling us no I think that's him I like yeah. to think that he's Snot Nosed and not us yeah. certainly yeah, sorry Nathan we're just discussing you as if you're not there yeah yeah well you're not actually are you so that's fine <laughs> you're probably just randomly you're not even listening yeah. live you're just uh, Mike the Cock Caldwell saying hello sir he's he's on saying if I could have a one to one with a legendary 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 director well. it would be with David Cronenberg I'd ask why the bloody hell he stopped making groundbreaking first rate original works and set up for churning out pretentious bollocks crawl out of your ass David before it consumes you forever yes yeah. and and what's it Cosmo what's Cosmo bollocks Cosmo bollocks or whatever it was worst bloody film he's made one of the worst films I've ever sat through that awful drivel yeah um yeah, so Game of Thrones, yay. And then I think we've just got a bit of time, Independence Day, and then wrap up on any last emails and stuff, yeah? Yeah. So, Independence Day, why didn't you go and see it, Martin? I've not had time. Ah, uh, 
But that says everything, though, that done it because Priorities. you 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 would have gone. Magazine, you would have gone. You would have gone early though before you came in. If it was if it was eating away at you and you didn't want to get it ruined. And I saw you, I saw the trailer. That that's the whole film. Yeah. Thing is, I saw it, I sat through it, and then I sat there and it was quiet for a second. And I, the last scene of it is it's actually um, breathtakingly audacious. In, in the wrong way actually and I sat there after that had gone off and I thought there's there's quite a bit wrong with this and I couldn't quite put my finger on it so I had to have a good think about it and there's a lot of problems with it number one the first one it had a nice slow build up it, had a, it didn't have an all star cast but it felt like it did they did a really good smoke and mirrors of getting Will Smith and a few other faces that you sort of kind of know and then Bryant Spiner would be there and every, and they, they potpourried it with people that were just known enough that it felt like it was a massive all star cast like you used to get like like Poseidon Adventure yeah. you know Towering Inferno and you know where red buttons had turn up and someone else had turn yeah, up yeah, next yeah. minute they're dead after five seconds but you know they, they were there the and cannonball you, run yeah 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 you felt like <laughs> oh no all star cast a disaster movie because I saw it as more of a disaster movie than, than actually yeah. a sci-fi and they did a really good uh, I thought it was very entertaining and, and I thought it was very underrated and I think with uh, with time people have got to get affection for it more than they have they've become more forgiving of it and now we're at that point and people people are very nostalgic about it and it, yeah it's a good time to, to have it and say that yeah 20 years later they're back they, you knew they'd come back it makes sense so what's how could it, they go wrong well for starters Will Smith's not in it well, that's not a problem. You can replace Will Smith and put someone else in it. That's fine. So who have they replaced him with? Well, non for and um, a guy that I keep forgetting his name who who was playing the guy, uh, it, Stephen Hiller, that Will Smith's character's son. Um, yeah. he, he, he's the most forgettable person. He's not as bad as Jai Courtney, but he's, <laughs> he's definitely been to the same acting academy. And he's just totally totally useless and straight away that act of of juggling the 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 thing it's like anything else if you put one or two big names in there and then scatter a lot of people that you know the face of and a few others that you kind of sort of know you think there's a massive cast of 15 massive stars and they didn't manage to smoke and mirrors with this one because they were all shite yeah and there was nobody really any good in it except for brent spiner brent spiner was supposed to be playing um a quite a revolutionary role in that they were doing uh, him as a an on-screen very overtly very overtly gay um guy that they didn't play on in the last film and that him and the guy that that um he works with were actually gay lovers and they were going to make that you know it's a big mainstream film we've actually got a gay couple right at the front and center of this and thought oh well that's interesting yeah set when it was getting to the censors and then they started to get a bit of a vibe about it and then on the cutting room floor you have got the scene where he comes out of a coma and they've cut the kiss between him and his partner that they hadn't seen each other for 20 years and the affectionate moment at the end is 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 cut short as well and you I uh, our mate Phil who works in the office with us he went to see it and I said well you know at least I think it's a shame that they did cut back on the gay couple because I thought that would have been at least something good to to do in it and and it because uh, nothing else is new in it mm. believe me and they've no, nothing else is brave cinema and he went there was a gay couple in it he hadn't got a clue and he is a gay guy 
So so they they ballsed up on that one. That was another missed opportunity. Then then the whole cast is is just mind-numbingly crap. And the 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 guy Bill Pullman's back. And even him, he's about the best one in it. And he is, uh, other than Brent Spiner, he's them two are the best in it. But even him, he's gone mad, and they've played him like a wild man with a with a scruffy beard, and he's a mess. And uh, it was just lacking so much on that side. So what's the what about the story? You know, I mean, the last one they started the big invasion. There was the tip down. They started arriving all over the planet. You got a feeling that mankind was facing the exterminators. That this was the end of mankind, and blah blah blah. This time around, they made a massive mistake, and it and you couldn't get away from the way this crippled the narrative of the film from the beginning. It started, and that is that they made instead of all that and having to go through big special effects sequences based all over the world and things, you know, Mm. they just had a massive 3,000 diameter ship arrive that took up a sixth of the size of the planet and just appeared at one part of the planet and just started drilling away to try and um, take the Earth's core. And riding in it is a rip-off of the alien queen from Aliens. Mm. It it looks so similar, it's untrue. Yeah, the, the the shell of it looks like those aliens, but bigger, but the movement of it, everything about it. I almost expected the girl who's running away from it to tell her to stay away, you bitch, at one point, yeah. you know. And it was that and and you got the feeling it was it was a monster movie it felt like a giant godzilla was attacking one place on the planet and everyone's trying to fight it off rather than an an uh, a um, suffocation where all over the planet it's all going wrong and it's and and you felt the tension and it's getting worse and worse and worse and they just balls it up they do, you just have this one big fight so you had effects sequences there nothing new load of landmarks being blown up bit of a gag that it just stopped short of the White House this time, you know. Yeah. And they, the gags fell flat. There was very, very little laughter in this film. There was very, very little entertainment. The special effects sequences were everything you've seen before. But but for some reason, despite the advancing effects and the, the fact they still threw a fair amount of money at this, the scenes of devastation just didn't have the same impact. And you couple that with the fact that you don't care about these characters you don't know these characters and and there is no excuse because even in stuff like Terror and Inferno and the original Independence Day you had a few minutes with each of those characters and you had some idea why you were bothered yeah. you know you knew who you wanted to die because they were balanced you knew who, were, who you wanted to save with this I, it was just so so goddamn unimportant that it's untrue and then it got to the end and they did one scene, and it is they've they've teamed up with with an entity. I won't give too much away, but it suggests that the next one is about them and this entity, enemy of my enemy. You know that story, and they're all going to go back to the alien world world and give some payback. Yeah. So this time it's it's a re- we're going to get personal. our own. yeah, and it's like, did any of us say we wanted to see that, and did? any of us really want this film well I sort of did want the follow up to Independence Day and now maybe I think I was wrong to want it because they've tried to do something slightly different and it was a balls up so what did you have to do to do it what the aliens arrive again and it's a rerun of that maybe that would have been a better film 
But I certainly think having just one massive spaceship arrive and then start drilling the Earth's core and you've all got to stop it is much... It felt like a tiny film by comparison to the other. It felt like uh, the, the, when I said... The well, only time I've ever said that about a film was the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles film, the first one, the recent one, yeah. not the sequel to it, where I said it's 90-minute film, but very little happens. They, they turn up. She, April O'Neil meets them, then they're off, then they fight Shredder, and the film's over. The, 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 it's so tiny that, that in scope. That was fun, though. Yeah, this this wasn't fun, and it was and it was very small. It felt small. This film, the threat. Nobody feel. likes that, do they? I I know they don't like it. They like they like a big threat. <laughs> they like to be worried about like, something big. They like feeling something big. So I don't know if that shares anybody else's thoughts on that i'm just saying it believe me i go into further depth in it's only a movie in the next issue where i relate the story of the worst week of my life um one of them certainly is and it's the worst run of luck i've ever had and it ended with this film this this week so this week is part of that this film is part of that week it's almost like the coda at the end and and I don't know what I say. The fact that this this happened, and then I went home, and then all the results of the the real Independence Day happened. But the difference is, I actually thought the special effects were better in that one. Yeah, than in the in the one that I saw on uh, the, the BBC. The, the, when uh, I got the actors were almost believable. Yeah, they were. At least you got some characterization, and you did. You yeah. definitely knew you didn't want to survive. Let's yeah, put it that you way. You knew you went to yeah. hate. Uh, um, and this was, I don't know. I don't know, and maybe that Polly thought the same or not. I've no idea, but the it's just an odd film. You don't end up at the end of it going, "Oh, that that was the worst film I've ever seen." Right? It's a good to it's it's an it's an okay way to spend a couple of hours. Yeah. Um, would you watch it again? Possibly might watch it back to back with the other one once. Oh, but I will like watching the other one whenever it's on. Whenever it's on us, I end up watching it, or or I will watch it. There's nothing mm, to there's there's nothing to nothing to say beyond that, you know. And Kaz has just emailed on saying, "Yeah, are you finishing early? Yeah, we're going in a few minutes, sadly, because we're in the middle of doing deadline. But I'm on the Mancunian candidates tomorrow, and Martin's on his show on Tuesday, and we're back to normal next week, nine till eleven. It's just been one hell of a week with the EU but stuff. We it's have got uh, wrecked us a bit. The big announcement we have got the big announcement i think we'll end on that yeah we've got uh, toby whithouse the creator of being human and writer of doctor who episodes some very notable ones yeah, school uh, reunion yes yeah, school reunion and, and various others he's coming to spend time with us at the starburst international film festival you get to meet him talk to him and we're going to be doing some special screenings in association with that yeah boom so on that note, it's uh, it's not good. Yeah, it's, it's looking good, the festival. So if any of you want to, please go on to um, starburstfilmfest.co.uk and tickets are there, we're all there. We need you guys to be there as well. Yep. Yeah, that music suggested it. It's time for us to bugger off. As I said before, check, keep checking that website as well because new stuff comes up with a film festival. We're going to be putting stuff up on starburstmagazine.com throughout the week for all your news. And this episode will be available on podcast. Sometimes these extra bits and you never know. And we will be back soon. I've been Mike and he's been Martin. And we will, without a doubt, see you next week.
dozen centuries You know the way you land It's so dark in mythology Treasures of history To be found In the legends of time All the handiworks remain Only the dream of Radio, brought to you in association with Aero Films.